Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos of Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now, back to the podcast. Create an outline at least because, trust me, you're going to go on much longer than you think. You're going to say more things than you need to, and you're going to lose focus of your audience. If you're not the kind of person who can just go off the cuff and start speaking to your camera comfortably, then a script is going to help you tenfold. You don't have to come up with something original. You can reverse engineer things that are already out there and make them fit into the type of video and the type of script that you're trying to make. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Matt, Justin, and Andy, and we've got another great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about using scripts, script templates, and how you can get through that process of taking what's in your head, putting it on paper, and then hopefully translating it into your next video. So welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you. Absolutely. So we know scripts are incredibly, it's an incredibly popular topic. We've actually talked about it before on the Visual Lounge. So let's let's talk about that process of going from what's in my head and how do I make that a reality? Because I'm guessing that's a real challenge for a lot of people to make that connection. They just, you know, I know I like to just go live and talk through things, uh, but that's not always the best way to do it. So value of scripts, I guess, is a good place to start. Yeah, I think um, for me, the value is we all probably know what we want to talk about when we start making a video or writing something, um, but we don't always know how to say it. And so what we think we might be able to describe in two minutes or a two minute video, if we don't script out, can very easily become a 15 minute video. Um, I've I've seen this happen uh, time after time. So I think having that script just helps tie that in together to where you limit it from getting too long and too expansive or even just rambling about, you know, every odd and end and nook and cranny about a particular feature or a particular product or whatever it is you're talking about, um, rather than just kind of, as they say, staying on script. Well, I, I yeah. want to emphasize something here. Like I've been through this experience this week that's really not important to this conversation, but we had to describe something and we got three minutes to do it. Every single one of us was like at three minutes and we're like, what? The, but there's more to say. And it's like, well, we, we've got to keep moving. It's, it's so easy to get lost in how long things actually take. Yeah. Yeah, I think scripts can be like a roadmap for you, right? Especially, um, you know, you want to talk about a feature or a product or something and you know all the nooks and crannies like Justin was saying. And so you can go down all these different, you know, paths and rabbit holes, but like, Unfortunately, at the end of the day, you've just got to explain something, be concise, um, and maybe there's there's time in another video to go more in depth into one of those features. But like, it's real easy to get real easy to get off track if you don't have that kind of direction. And the script will give you that. Um, I'm terrible. I mean, all of us are probably terribly guilty of this. But like me, especially, you know, when I started at TechSmith versus now, 
I struggled writing a script because I didn't know what direction the company wanted me to focus on versus like, you know, well, it would be really entertaining if we did well, great, but it doesn't explain the thing. Oh, well, if I could explain all the things and like, I just, I didn't know where to go. So what helped me actually wasn't just scripting, but the review process for scripting, right? I could send it to two other people and they could say, hey, you know, maybe talk less about this and uh, focus more on really the focus of the video. <laughs> so having another set of eyes, being able to look at it before I even hit record was super helpful to me. Yeah, the, it's the hack and slash, get it down to its key points, drop all the other stuff. Uh, yeah. I agree with you, Andy. I, I still struggle with writing scripts at times because I am such that I want to say, I want to tell you everything. I want you to know every detail about this program or every step and process. And it's, it's actually counterintuitive, right? Because all of a sudden, if I give you everything, you won't remember the key things. Like you got to really be right. focused and driven on that. Yeah. We can yeah, be and I think if you don't, very easily. Well, yeah. And it's, it's also, if you're, if you start going into overshare mode, we've all, whatever, any type of video, right? It's, we're, we have such short attention span. I mean, we have long attention spans, we have short attention spans if something is boring and we have short attention spans if something loses our loses our attention there's i still think there's plenty of room right like there's people still watch movies and people still listen to really long podcasts and listen and you know read really long books so it's not that we can't do it but it's when those things are boring that it's like i'm gonna grab my phone or i'm gonna do this or do that or i'm just done yeah and and honestly it's weird there's this there's this weird dichotomy between the two types of videos that I want to watch, right? Like the, I, I like short videos, you know, we're all used to like movie trailers are like two to three minutes long. And like, that's my attention span for something new and interesting. But if it's really good, I may end up watching for 10 minutes and not realize that I've been watching for 10 minutes. Um, and I remember the start of this was for me, YouTube, Casey Neistat videos, for example, I used to love watching his vlogs and they would be 10 minutes long and I would just get lost in watching them. And I'd, I'd really enjoy the content. Um, whereas, man, I don't want to watch a 10 minute share out if it's, you know, monotone, slow paced and like a PowerPoint share out that isn't really relevant to what I'm trying to learn. Um, so it can be a short video and entertaining. It can be a long video and entertaining. It can be short and boring. Like all of these things for me are aided by the fact that if I have a script, I know where I'm going with it. Um, and so we'll make, you know, videos for our YouTube channel that are five, eight minutes long. And as long as they're relevant and stay on topic, we can get away with that. We can also get away with really short videos <laughs> if they're not. <laughs> I was just going to jump in and say, Andy, that you, you hit a key word, relevant. And we have research that says people stop watching videos when they feel like it's not relevant to them. And it's so mm -hmm. key because like I will watch as long as the videos you give me if it's helping me to accomplish the thing that I want to accomplish. But as soon yeah. as it's like, mm -hmm. well, no, let me tell you the history of how my grandmother came to this country and founded plumbing. You know, it's like, I don't care. I just, I need to yeah. know how to do this. I need to understand what this is. This is it going to... You know, is it going to, it's a, the kind of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Is it going to, can I eat it? Can it eat me? You know, like whatever it might, those things be. Is it solving my problem? I don't even care what your problem was. Is it yeah. helping me? And I, so I think, you know, length is a, 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 a an important piece of any video creation script writing process, but you got to keep it relevant to your end user. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we could talk about this forever, but I want to actually get into some practical thinking around scripts about Let's show some some script ideas because otherwise, you know, we're probably going to be guilty of what we just talked about. Make sense? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, where should we start? 
I just said I pulled you up because you're in the middle button. So you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go through. Um, I think we're going to share a script. This is one we typically use, and we've talked about it before, but um, one I use uh, when we do sort of like walkthrough videos in particular for whether it's a it's kind of a loose tutorial as i would call it um kind of a, a demo whether you're sort of showing off a feature or showing off uh, an overview of a product or overview of how a product can solve a particular problem and the reason i like to start with this is because it eliminates the need or the not the need but it eliminates the pain of having a blank uh, screen. So when I jump in to write any script, even if my script ends up not looking like this at all, it at least gives me a nice starting point to where I can start formulating my ideas and getting through it. Um, so for everybody who, who's listening, uh, I'll try my best to describe what's happening and, and read through it a little bit. But essentially what there is are what I would call like a fill in the blank. It kind of looks like a Mad Lib. And there's different things throughout the script where we can sort of fill in the blanks. And that includes things like the video topic, your name, the company, uh, the problem or pain you're trying to solve, what success looks like. Um, so if you even just list off those five things as you're going through, you can kind of work your way through it. Um, and really this is focused, the template really focuses on the intro piece of it and the outro piece. And then the meat of it is really how you solve or how you're showing off that particular feature set. But you could imagine if you were showing off um, a piece of software that you could at least get your intro set, your outro set, and then you could work through the actual steps to sort of show that thing off. Um, so, so Justin, one thing I, I, I love about this example is we often talk about script templates as a kind of a box, like, oh, here's the layout. Right. And I love that this is taking that template idea to a whole nother level that's saying like, if you're going to make tutorials or you're going to make marketing videos or whatever it is you're doing, there's probably a formula that you have or that you want to follow. And you've just made it really easy to start and to finish. And the, the innards kind of the middle meat, as you talked about, mm -hmm. can change a little bit here and there. But like, like you can almost expect, I, I know what I'm going to expect when if I watch a Justin video. This is how it's going to flow. And I think that's really powerful, especially for a brand, like, mm -hmm. you know, or for an individual. I just think this is an incredibly powerful way to look at the template versus just like, here's my temp. One of my template examples is literally a, a table. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing there yeah. to get you started. It's still a blank sheet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and what yeah. I, the reason I like this is for, um, you know, again, it's just getting the things out of my brain and onto the page. So we've talked about it before, but it's good to have even your sort of outline or your pre-planning stuff set. So by the time you even start to script, you should have an idea of what your video topic is. You should know what the pain is and the successes. So you can kind of just like go right from your outline into this template um, and be able to have something that's, you know, at least 25% done right off the jump. Yeah, and I think this is actually this is most interesting to me because if any of our you know listeners or watchers are familiar at all with our YouTube channel, um, they'll find this a little familiar because I've been uh, incorporating this a lot lately because it is super helpful. I mean, the first line, you know, for those who can't read it, it just says, "In this video, I'm going to show you how to insert video topic step by step." I mean, I've been 
almost pulling that verbatim, uh, although we change it slightly for each video, obviously. Um, but the idea is simple. In the first few seconds, I need to catch your attention with what we are actually talking about today. Otherwise, you may feel like halfway through the video, you've been misled because you didn't realize the topic was actually about this. You know, you thought it was something else. So mm -hmm. so right off the bat, this is what we're talking about. Hi, I'm so-and-so from TechSmith, you know, for us. Um, and then if you're struggling with, hit the pain point. I love, I love it. I mean, I think it's so... Justin's broken it down really um, just to the bare essentials. Um, and that's what you need. You just need those bare essentials of like, here's the topic. Here's why you need it because you're experiencing this pain point. Uh, and by that point, anyone watching is like, yep, that's me. That's me. Or they've clicked off because they weren't the right viewer for this video. And that's okay. Right. And yeah. I think that that's what's, that's what's interesting. Like, I'm thinking through this like, you know, we I'll go, I'll go way crazy with it because I've been kind of thinking on it. But like, in this video, I'm going to show you how to clean your headlights on your car step by step. Hi, I'm Blah from Headlight Cleaning Company. If you struggle with blurry headlights, this video walks you through exactly what you need so you can have clear headlights and see everything in front of you in the dark. Like in five seconds, we have got an intro that's done and clear. And now I can walk you through those steps. Let's get started. You know, step one is this yep. two, three, four. And it's got it's got all those steps in there too. But the thing I, I love too, and I don't I, I know I just talked over you, Matt, and I hope I'm not stealing <laughs> your point too, but I was gonna I was gonna talk about the the last thing that I love that a lot of people forget about is by the way, if you don't already have blank, there's a link in the description below, and then there's a call to action. Like so many people don't even think about you need this call to action because your viewers just watched your video. What's next? Like are they clicking on the next video? Are they downloading a product, or are they just that's it. You're good. You're, you're done. I just wanted you to see this one thing and, and we're done with you now. Like, I doubt it. So what's the call to action? No, and Andy, that's a great point. And it's not what I was going to talk about. I actually want to kind of bring up maybe the opposition to something like this, because I think I can, I'm going through the arguments in my head. You know, there's always a reason like people say, oh, I don't want to use a script. One of them might be like, well, doesn't this get re too repetitive? And I'd love to hear from, because Andy, one, you said you're using this and Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts too, but like, mm -hmm. Does it become too repetitive? Is this is that a problem of using a script like this? I I think for me anyway, it it can. But I think that's where you, once you get a few under your belt, like that's what I would say. If you're just getting started, like man, absolutely use this. If you're if you have three feature videos that all sound the same, like you can always go make those again and tweak them if you want. But now you've got three under your belt. So we've done enough now. We've done you know dozens and dozens of these videos to where it's tweaking things here or there to where you're getting, rather than using those exact words, you start to understand like, okay, intro sentence, like one liner, introing myself is the second line, talking about the pain, and you can use whatever words you want. It's just trying to more understand what those um, big boxes are versus like the exact words that are getting put there. It, so I think that's where a sort of creative license can come in. I would also sure. say there's certain channels I watch um, and I know like their repetitive form. Like you can almost expect it and mm -hmm. wait to hear it. You know, there's so many YouTube channels who are like, and you know, stick around cause, and we'll be back after the jump or whatever. And, and you just, I don't know. It's like, it's almost become a catchphrase for certain channels to have those, those recurring phrases. So yep, it, it totally can become repetitive. Um, that could be a source of comfort because, Hey, I know what channel I'm on. I know who I'm watching. Um, but also like Justin said, it doesn't need to be repetitive. Start changing it once you're more comfortable, not only writing, but like then you get comfortable in front of the camera. I was recording some episodes today and I saw on the teleprompter something similar to that, right? Where it says, we'll walk you through step by step. And I was like, I feel like I just said that in the last one. So, uh, we'll walk you through each point in the process. You know, 
you can kind of get comfortable mm-hmm. on camera. You come from comfortable in the script uh, and just just kind of work from there. Uh, I also feel like for us and, and as much as I like having like repetitive viewers and people who look forward to some of our content, you know, maybe that's not your strategy. Maybe you're just trying to put out one video about cleaning your car headlights and another video about, you know, the the I don't know, the best makeup to use those are similar topics right uh and so you're not looking for the same viewers you're just putting out help content so they're not going to see both of your videos and if they do like they may not associate them as as the same yeah and i and i think like also like if you're in sales and you need and somebody requests information about a feature if you can real quick make a video with this script and just walk them through repetitive it being repetitive doesn't matter because you can use this for those sort of one-offs as well the other thing too i'll I'll say real quick with andy sort of talking about like you know these youtube channels or some of the people you follow you get to learn what they do a thing uh a simple um thing that you could do if you want to get better at this is uh it's sort of a copywriter's hack which is people will take um famous ads or really good ads and write them out word for word mm-hmm. uh, and, and not type them out, but literally write them out in a book because then it sort of like connects it with your brain. And you can do that too. Like watch the intro of your favorite YouTuber or favorite uh, tutorial that you've seen or, or, and, and write it out. And, and how does that sound? What, and you can kind of reverse engineer what they're doing or same with their end cards or how do they transition from one step to the next step when they're talking about things um if you can reverse engineer some of those things it it alleviates some of the pain from being like man i've got to be so creative um because nothing's original well i want to move on to our our next script so we just get a a little bit of variety and keep an eye on time but i have to ask before we do where's the video just i i just did yet i repurposed an old commercial there we go so andy if you'll switch us to another another script top, yes, uh, script version so we can take a look because i mean I, I and i i think the cool thing is what you've done justin with that template can be applied across these other ones pretty easily to, to give people a sense so andy tell us a little bit about about your your script yeah. template so so this actually also came from justin uh in, in a bit of how it was formatted because we we start with our title and description up top we're not even into the, into the script yet we answer a few questions like who's our audience and why do they care about it and this kind of gets us in the framework of uh why we're making this video but you'll notice right away mine's separated into two columns and the reason for this is uh the script goes in the left and then we put show notes or kind of editor's notes in the right because you know, if I'm if I'm the one who's uh, writing the script, I'm not necessarily the same person who's editing the script. Uh, and so if I have certain points and I get down to uh, right here where I start breaking down kind of how to organize a project is what this script is. Uh, I know I included a graphic that I wanted to show my editor like, hey, kind of make it look something like this. So I put a link there and uh, that they could reference. Uh, I said, hey, you know, show a folder graphic right here, name it this and then do that and show this folder on screen. So so I can put my script on one side. Uh, and then copy that into my teleprompter app that I use. But on the right-hand side, that really is for later when the editor is going through the script, there's notes. It's kind of like a, a very, very pared-down storyboard for us. Uh, sometimes I put links like I showed you earlier uh, with a graphic that I want them to use. Other times it's really just like do this, move to that, show this. And it makes it a lot faster for them uh, so I can get out of my head uh, and onto paper uh, what it is that I want them to be doing. So. 
But I love that because uh, in those show notes, like you had the link or I'm sure you could just drop in, mm -hmm. you know, uh, screenshots or, or pi image, like pictures that you've taken or whatever kind of visual yeah. you wanted there in addition to text. Right. And it, it just helps so much. Uh, again, we're not storyboarding every one of these videos. We'll storyboard larger projects. Uh, but these these smaller ones that we're doing more frequently, it's it's cumbersome to do that too much. So uh, I have broken down and done storyboards with the team when they're really, you know, when we're not all on the same page. But in this instance, I can just grab a quick image and throw it in one link. And, and from there, they kind of get the drift of what I'm working on. Um, and I'm not the only one writing. We have a team, you know, that that's all writing different scripts. And so if if I pick up one of theirs, I have no idea what they were picturing. And so putting in those kind of notes helps me understand uh, some of the visuals that they had in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the the sections have helped. I, I didn't mention the rows because they're a little more broken up. But usually the rows, uh, I could even reference from Justin's script, would have something to do with maybe step one, step two, and then intro, outro. So um, it's kind of similar here where we've got, you know, I've got my introduction on the left. It's hard to read and it's all broken out by line. Uh, but then... Oh, this one. See, now I chose a bad example. This one doesn't say it. I was just reading one earlier that had, uh, you know, step one, step two. Uh, and then at the end, it says intro, outro or excuse me, it says outro. Here's one that says ending. But just just gives, uh, again, the, the writer uh, a block of space to say, wrap it up, you know, uh, go through the steps, that kind of thing. Well, Andy, if you can jump to the Academy uh, template that that I sh shared with you, because I, I, it's very similar to what you've done. Not that one, but the uh, the free giveaway. I don't know if you have that one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, there we go. Very, very similar, very blank, right? So this is a free template in the TechSmith Academy. You can go download. It's under the script uh, course that you can take about scripting. The thing that I think is a little bit different here is, one, we flip the action and the narration. And what we tried to do, and this is a template I've been using since 2006, 2007, so, you know, a decade plus. Um, in our narration, one thing we try really hard to do for tutorial videos where we know we're doing voiceover, we're usually not on camera for these videos, we will put one line or one kind of thing that you would say in the narration. So you had big, long blocks of text, but no problem with, but we just tried to do like one thing that you could say without like, like, so you have natural breaks. So that way, if you need to repeat mm -hmm. it in your voiceover, then it's easy to say like, oh, I, I did line four multiple times. I'm not trying to figure out where the breaking point is. And I'm just like reading this line, taking a breath, oh, and saying the next line. So like, it's much more kind of broken up into small pieces because for voiceover, like I don't have to worry about being on camera. I'm not trying to piece together, you know, 30 takes of me saying something to the camera. It's just I'm recording my voice and I want to make sure I get it exactly right. And then with the actions, the same stuff, kind of the description, a lot of screenshots, actually. So yeah. it's a lot more visual. But And then the numbers are actually really important for us. We've used those for localization purposes. So if it's getting translated into another language, so we can say like, oh, line five, you know, and they're matching up one to one. Mm -hmm. um, but also it's e easier to refer to like, hey, could you take a look at line 10? I don't think that step is right or or whatever it might be. I'm really glad you brought that up, actually, because I've like I've been so focused on like YouTube mode lately that I totally forgot. Yes, this is the the numbered lines hugely helpful, uh, especially when I'm not the one providing the narration. So like if I if I've sent the video off to someone to read for us, like a professional voiceover guy, you know, you can you can find them online and have someone read your script and send it back. You may say, "Ooh, you know what? Everything was great. But like line five and line eight, could you reread those? It's easy for them. It's easy for you. Like you said, localization. Uh, it just it makes it makes working with a team that isn't on site, which, you know, right now is a lot of the teams, uh, so much easier. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's show one more script template that is not really a template, but more of an example of that we've used because then we'll, we'll get to our, our, our final wrap-ups. But this is this is the TechSmith Academy. In fact, this is the scripting course before we called it the TechSmith Academy, before we were, <laughs> we were just iterating on ideas. And we used a much more traditional kind of movie-style script because we knew this was going to be a bigger production. We wanted it to be more kind of action focused, you know, not just a person on camera being like, hey, let me tell you these things, which I think is is good. And so we actually had characters and we're we're doing things like there's a couple things here. You've got um, who it is, what they're doing and what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so we really tried to break yeah. it up. And you can find lots of templates online that are like this. We don't have one that I think we can just give away. Um, but it's definitely a different approach. And there's pros and cons to it. Like it's very much more drawn out. Um, I find that, you know, it was good to help. I think when we do the read throughs and Andy was helping me out, like to say like, Hey, I'm not seeing the logical visual jump from this person being here on screen to this happening here. So it, it's just a different way. If you're dealing with multiple people, I think all the other scripts have been really for one person. And so it gives you kind of that, like the interaction, the dialogue, uh, that might be happening if you're you're doing that type of video. Yeah, and I mean, we even got, you know, abbreviated cues, like uh, right there I see camera person voiceover, right? We had a, at that scene, we had a person off camera uh, saying a line of dialogue, so it was a voiceover line, and then OC was on camera for us, um, although that could be confusing for anyone who thinks it's off camera, but either way, <laughs> that was that was the VO part <laughs> uh, for voiceover. I'm confused, yeah, so... <laughs> exactly. But it's it's one of those things that when you're in that heavy of a production, I mean, we were in this for, gosh, three months heavily um, minimum. And and during that time, you're just your mind is in it. You, you recognize all of those abbreviations and those cues. Um, but it's one of those things you can customize for however you're operating. Right. So like if your team wants to use those awesome. If they don't cut them out, if you want to make up your own, that's fine. There's there's standards out there. But if you're not working in a Hollywood production, you're probably okay to, to buck the standards a bit. Yeah, I, I think, you know, your script is your tool to give you as much or as little as you, you want or need, right? Like if, if you need all that detail and like for something where we had multiple people, and I'm trying to even think how many people are involved in this particular video, you may want more detail. Because what you don't want to do is in the middle or actually when you're done, go back and remember like, oh gosh, you know what we forgot? We forgot so-and-so was supposed to be on camera doing this thing, or they forgot to say this line. And it's then you're like, we can't go back and redo that very easily, or it's going to take time or cost mm -hmm. to do that. So I think, you know, as your complexity goes up, your script's got to accommodate for that. But for most of us doing tutorial videos, training videos, documentation videos, simple marketing videos, one person, you can get away with an easy template, I think. But this... You've got a much more, think of it much more like a, it's like a stage production, right? If you've ever been in a play yeah. or a musical, you've, you've got more details there because there's more happening, more that you got to be concerned about with not just like, here, I'm here, I just talk. There, we had scenes and we had different backgrounds and we had to move gear and we had to know exactly everything that was going on. Yeah, it was, it was quite the production for us and, and it was too much to, to miss something and have to go back and get it later. That idea of missing something, though, is interesting because I think that's true regardless of what script you're trying to or what video you're trying to make. It could be even the most basic thing. And if you miss something, um, even if you've recorded, you know, a three minute video to go back and have to re-record it or figure out what you missed or try to re-record and piece that thing in later, um, that that is also a huge benefit for the script stuff. 
Well, and I'll tell you, even if it's not a huge production, like you said, Justin, to have to go back in and piece something in, here are the things mm-hmm. that could change. Even if it's just me sitting here at my desk talking to this microphone, if I'm you know, running the air conditioner and I wasn't earlier, if there's a fan in the background and there wasn't earlier, if I'm a little more relaxed and I sit back farther from my microphone or don't realize how close yep. I actually was to my microphone, all of those <laughs> things are going to yep. change how it sounds. So you want to get it in you know, one straight take if you can. Um, I've done it where we do just need to fill a line of dialogue, but I'm I'm not sure we're going to be able to do just that one line and fit it nicely. So I'll have them read the whole thing again. <laughs> and if I if I can't fit the one line, then I'll take the whole thing and do it again. So there's there's a lot to uh, reading a script. Um, so so yeah, you want to get as much of it done and and shot or compiled in one setting as you can, uh, just to eliminate those variables. But uh, the script, the script goes a long way in, in helping, uh, kind of keep us on track. All right, gentlemen, that's the seg- signal. We're almost out of time. <laughs> so Andy, we're going to go to you. We're going to start with our final takes here to wrap things up just because otherwise we're going to go on for, we could go on for hours and hours. So Andy, final yeah. take. I love using a script template. I think it's going to keep you on track. It's going to keep you focused. Uh, and honestly, if you're not the kind of person who can just go off the cuff and start speaking to your camera comfortably, then a script is going to help you tenfold. Uh, it's going to keep you on topic. It's going to keep you focused. It's going to make you sound uh, more confident uh, and hopefully work on that brevity of uh, the length of your video. Awesome. All right, Justin, you're up. Yeah, my take is that you don't have to come up with something original. You can reverse engineer things that are already out there and make them fit into the type of video and the type of script that you're trying to make. All right. My last piece of advice is I think uh, your script can be great, but you have to have other people looking at it to make sure you haven't missed something. I've made that mistake too many times. The other thing I'll say is that if you can't be bothered after all this, all the templates we can provide you with to write a script, you have to do something, create an outline at least, because trust me, you're going to go on much longer than you think. You're going to say more things than you need to, and you're going to lose focus of your audience. So make sure you're doing something to just keep honing and focusing your message. Anything yeah, else, and, gentlemen? And I real think quick, that's good, Matt, right? I'll say, real quick, I'll just say, we'll try our best to get um, any of these script templates put into show notes. So if you're listening to this, you can go back and get them later. If you're watching this, they'll be um, available for you to grab as well. All right. Perfect, everyone. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Of course, you know, we're dropping these episodes for you guys. We hope you find them valuable. If you do, leave a comment, like, subscribe, leave a rating, let us know wherever you're taking in this information that you're finding it valuable because that helps to motivate us and helps keep moving us forward and doing what we're doing. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys in a future episode. Thanks. Thanks.